Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 1st. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing good. It's, uh, look at that, another first of the month. You couldn't even keep it together, could you? You, you realized when you were saying it that the, the Shotgun Start falls on a first again. It's just the, the most random comment ever you know we record three days three days a week the odds are every now and then the first will be an episode the first day of the month this so we four are, or five months in a row i don't know that that's true we've turned the calendar to july but you know what we haven't turned the calendar on i just want to poke you here i, I i've not been able to keep up with the birthday request and i i, I just no. want to do some house no. cleaning I thought we were done with this. Now we call. were. We were. I haven't been doing it. But I, I got to shout out Ellis Jenkins. He's turned six on June 12th. He's the he son of the- June 12th. So I'm way behind. It's eight, 18 days ago as of this recording. There have been a bunch of birthday ones. But you know his dad, Riley Jenkins, often interacts with us. And he's. I just I dropped the ball there. So I haven't been keeping up. I apologize. It's not personal. You know, it wasn't deliberate. It's just the birthday thing fell by the wayside. I also was wor- sick of getting yelled at by you. This is this is what we get. We're, we're a birthday podcast. And one quick left turn. We're not just a birthday p- podcast. We're now a congrats on the nuptials podcast. And that goes to Chip what? Loster. <laughs> Chip Loster. His brother Kevin reached out. Chip and Ashley got married last Friday. So congrats to them. I guess they've been listening since day Chip one. And Ashley. It's the least we could do. They've listened for hours and hours since we started. We can take five seconds to wish them congrats. So, do you think their right. their couple name is Jashley or, or do or people do that? Ashp. Is that is that a thing? Ashlip. Do you do that? Do you and your wife have some sort of mashup of your first name? Candy. Oh. And people say that to refer to no, to nobody no. has ever referred to that. That's just something that we've joked about amongst okay. each other. <laughs> I could see you guys amusing yourselves joking about that. All do you, right, do you um, do you and your wife have? No, I've never thought about this ever in my life until right now talking to you. Um, we could start doing that with players that have two first names, like we could call B T Brendan Todd Bod. <laughs> We are three minutes in. We've talked about the first of the month thing, a wedding, a birthday, and some sort of name mashup, you know, idea that's bouncing around in your head. So let's get to the golf. I would like to make a fun observation I saw this week on Instagram where we find, follow the minor league golf tour. You know, we haven't talked about the minor league golf tour it's in a while. It's been a while. Um, Stevie I feel, like the, I feel like the outlaw tour kind of overshadowed them. Yeah, it's just bullshit. 
You know, we are MLGT loyalists, right? I think I don't need to hear about the other tours as much. But um, there was a, an event at the Fountains this week, and they posted the result to Instagram. Stevie Fountains did not play. I, he's on the KFT, right? I think. Yes, he's, he's not on the doing ML tour. So he graduated. They just they t- they played the event and then they shared the title. Due to COVID restrictions, which I don't understand why they can't, why are playoffs, it said something like can't do a playoff because of COVID laws or restrictions on the, on the event, but they had an event. That's, that's worse than the, what does Sonny Epicoa have? A couple titles, a no, shared title Steve, due to Steve darkness. Fountains. Three, three, uh, he has three shared titles due to darkness. <laughs> darkness. Calling the event. Co-winner. What is the co-winner? Because co, what? I don't if you can have the that. tournament or an event, why can't you have like a one hole, a sudden death playoff? What's what what? What's the difference there? That doesn't, confuses me. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> so that maybe that it, well, here's here's one thing I could think of, is that they don't want people lingering around after the round. So you shoot your score and you leave, because they what? don't want people gathering. So maybe you play and then you leave, and that's the way they they made it work. Is that oh. you just play your round, you leave, they send you the money, you know? So some guy was like an hour ahead of the other guy, yeah, and they just possibly. Said, okay. That's the only okay. thing I could think of that logically uh, would make sense, right? Okay. I was trying right. to run through all the scenarios in my head there. Okay, that makes it a little more acceptable. But I've just I cracked up reading that caption shared. Oh, I don't know. You know, there everybody's a winner on the minor league. <laughs> All right, uh, schedule for the week. Let's get to it. Schedule. Fun, fun Wednesday episode coming at you. We have the Rocket Mortgage Classic, otherwise known here as the PMI Backboard Classic, and it is staying true to its name this year, which we'll, well get to. In. You know, I I talked to ZB today, and he said oh, he said they aren't as much backboards as they well, are. I said, are they? He's like, they're way out of play. And I'm like, so you wouldn't call them backboards? He's like, no. I'm like, what about guardrails? And he's like, yeah, that's a good term for them. They're guardrails. Well, there's some running down the whole sides of holes even, which I, I don't get because there aren't fans. They, Where are they? Why? They still want it to feel like that. I mean, the, so there's not uh, one on like a par five where we could get the replay of Cam Champ airmailing. I guess it's like it. 15 yards over. So I guess, you know, it might if help. If it's a second shot on a par five, that could, 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 I know these guys are good and all that, but. I don't think it's as easy to launch it into as a grandstand. Like, you know, the grandstand's so big and it goes back so far. You just launch it in there, you know? I, uh, I mean, he's looked like. 15, 20 foot walls. I don't know. But the, the one guy sent us video a couple of weeks ago that it looked about 10 paces off the back. I think there are multiple holes. We'll see. You know, that ZP could be, he could be well, understanding. Yeah, he's, a, he's, he's a full member of the Live Under Par Tour. Yeah, you know, he's there protecting he's part of the, the cabal. Protecting the fellowship. <laughs> protecting the, yeah. Who knows? He's trying to, mister, he's trying he to gaslight able, you. He might not be able to be trusted. I think he's gaslighting you. Um, all right. So this week's event, the PMI Backboard Classic at Detroit Golf Club. 
We have the TPC Colorado Championship. At That's the Heron guy with the 700-yard par four five. There's already content out there. I've already seen it. How many would it take you to hit it 780 yards or something like that? There's lots of content around that already. Heron Lakes, Colorado Championship. Of course, it's at elevation. So. Too, too bad it's not like the Slovakian par seven. <laughs> I think it's a par six. Par six. Never mind. Uh, other events. There's a par six at a course in Minnesota, a resort course. I think Madden's Madden's Resort in Minnesota has a par six, too. I thought you were talking about John Madden had like a resort in his name or something. How cool would okay. it be if John Madden had a resort? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Uh, <laughs> so dumb. All right, I see two other events this week with OWGR points up for sale. Up for, not sale, but uh, potential winning. Could you um, imagine what the world rankings would look like <laughs> if people could buy OWGR points? Uh, Julio Bell would be in there. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be a top 10 player in the world. La Machina. Oh, <laughs> top 10 player in the world shooting 96, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I can't break, can't break 95. Um, another event, the Wusan Construction, Aramir, CC, Busan, Yunnam Open. That's one of the longest names for an event I've ever seen. And then there's also another event with potential OWGR points. The Katrinholm Open, hosted by Robert Carlson. Bob Carlson. Bob Carlson. <laughs> He's the... Five, five for hosting events. Carlson with a K. The Carlson Invitational. Yeah, Carlson with a K. So those are four events that we know of, at least. Uh, what is your event of the week? I'm going with the uh, the Ricky Colorado. Fowler Open. The Rock and Mortgage Classic? I Why? Because it's for Detroit. I think Detroit's a great American city, oh. a great American tale. And they're on the... They've really, in the last five, ten years, the... the They've done a lot of great work in the city, and it, it's cool for them to have a championship, you know, near the city. I'm a child of the Rust Belt, and uh, I, you know, while our sports teams are often rivals, I'd like to see Detroit do well and, and rebound and thrive and all that. So I think it's great that they have an event actually in the city. We'll get to some of the field issues later. I, I think there's. I don't know if the tour put it in the best spot, but I guess in a year like this, you know. Beggars can't be choosers. Just be happy you have your have an event. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Colorado, you don't have any? That, I figured Colorado might be it. Heron I Lakes. thought about it. it. I remember last year it was really firm, too, that people were saying. Wasn't it blowing, too? Yeah. Wasn't it crazy winds one of those days? I thought about it just because of the 780-yard uh, <laughs> par yes, five. The, the content around it. There's already videos. I love it. I, I can't wait. I, I That's the stuff I eat up. You know, uh, but I'm going to go with Detroit. Okay, fantastic. Let me get to uh, featured groups. Donald Ross course, you know, it's not, you're not going to see it. It really be challenging players from a score perspective. Ironically, they have two golf courses there and one of them's a par 68. And I, oh, yeah. and I just think, well, this is a par 68 or 67 for the, <laughs> yeah. for the tour. So yeah. really they have two par 68s this week. For- Right. Featured groups. We have uh Turrell, Hatton. Not 
Tyrrell Owens, Tyrrell Hatton, Sunjay M, and Brant Snedeker on Thursday morning. Ricky Fowler, Ricky Tour Live, you, unbelievable. Can't imagine he made it. Nate Lashley and Webb Simpson on Thursday morning. Then on Friday morning, did you see the? Did you see the thing? We we talked a little bit about it, but he dropped. He officially dropped out. Ricky dropped out of the top thirty in the world. Justin no. Justin Ray tweeted about it. So he dropped to thirty one this week in the world rankings. First time he has been outside the top thirty in the world since the twenty fourteen U.S. Open week. Wow. Huh. Pinehurst. When he was he runner finished up. He T- finished T- second. Martin Keimer by 15 shots or whatever it was. Um, B-Todd got blown off the planet. B-Todd? I think so. Wasn't he in second going into the final, ra- final at round? At Pinehurst? I he don't was, remember Maybe that. on the weekend. He was he was in the mix on the weekend. Keimer was way ahead of everybody. All right. Speaking of B-Todd. I think B-Todd might have played in the last group. No, he was with Ricky. Because Ricky was there just cheering him on. It was like an early, like, he it was like the third hole he was doing his 18th green ceremony thing. I remember that well, Pinehurst. Ricky's high-fiving McKimer because he's, you know, eight in front, you know, already doing his thing. All right. Um, Friday morning, B. Todd. He's on Todd Watch, made featured groups. You know, well, coming around. We don't, it's, a light, we don't, it's a light field. You got to assume he would have won fan vote Friday anyways, even though they've eradicated democracy on, on the PGA Tour Live. What's going on with our change.org? How many do know. we have? I got to check in on that. I got to check in. We haven't, we haven't, we probably haven't Signatures. put our full weight on that. Yeah, we got to push that. We got to push that a little more again. I, 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 I might reach out for comment. I might reach. I, that was literally the next sentence I was going to say. I'm one week away from making the PGA Tour respond to an email from me. What happened to Fan Vote Friday? What Why you, are you guys? Do you think it's like the minor league tour where they canceled it for COVID? What? With what? what? <laughs> pushing a button on Twitter? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. They're just using just like, COVID as cover to get rid of it? I think that's what they've done. They, but they I think probably there's... are scared that everybody's home and have, have put <laughs> ample time on their hands to gerrymander voting. <laughs> to fiddle with the poll? Probably. <laughs> uh, so Day, Todd, and Bubba are Friday morning. Then group two is Bryson, Thick Boy, Hideki, who, what is he in the world right now? And uh, Patrick Reed, who Hideki's a year ago like 27 was... 27 or something. Going to club champion per Justine's instructions in Detroit, getting his putter. Was this after the, the week after he had Ledbetter in? Uh, no, Ledbetter was Valspar. So that would have been like March. This was whenever, June, July. And uh, yeah, Justine calling club champion, telling Patrick, get his ass in there and get a f- new putter or something. I don't know. So that's that's Friday. Is Bryce? Is it now Bryson tour live? I think this is four straight weeks. Oh, he forced his way into the the one week, the Harbor Town one. So I, you know, what he's doing is amazing. I think. I it, mean, the diet thing. They, the the diet thing was catnip today. God, every every social media team in America jumped on that. But I'll say um, it, it's made him a little bit more uh, easy to root for because now you know journalists instead of asking him about you know uh, physics questions. Like that's the thing; yeah. it's replaced his physics. It's no, no longer the science shtick. Now it's the workout shtick. Yeah. So that's so what he, everybody he does, asked him about. He did his protein shakes. I eat four eggs, five bacon's, steak, potatoes. Well, that's what he. We've seen him flip the bacon. Confirmed. Uh, <laughs> shirtless, 
shirtless flipping of the bacon. Forlorn. It looked, you know, emo flipping of the bacon with no shirt on in his quarantine video. Uh, so I, I might they, rewatch is... that tonight. <laughs> I can't believe that happened this month. That was like two, three. It felt like last, a year ago. Last month. Well, it's July 1st. All right, whatever. Yeah. We're recording at June 30th tonight. Uh, so, yeah, it's Bryson Tour Live. This diet thing, everybody's in the comments. Brooksy's saying, ew. You know, Fratelli's said, you know, I saw him in dining. He said, I don't do veggies, and I can confirm. And Fratelli said something, whatever you want to say about him, I would take his performance recently. And Bryson responded, he goes, I bet. I bet you would. So he's also strutting a little bit, flexing on Fratelli. Fratelli's sickly. He's tested positive, right? Yeah. So he he's, he's taking a run at uh, Bryson in the comments. He's, so. uh, Bryson's taking a run on uh, at, uh, at, a, at a sick golfer. That's not not very nice. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So those are your feature groups. It's not very gentlemanly. Do you have a one-and-done choice? I do Nothing. have a one-and-done choice. I'm going to pick... Uh, he's been in the mix both times we've seen him since the... Com- uh, Tyrrell Hatton. Oh, I was going to take him. That's the yeah. second week in a row. That's not a good sign for my pick. <laughs> I'll take Victor Hovland. I was thinking about taking him, too. All right. So you got Tyrrell. I got Hovland. Two diminutive Euros. Um, different style of play, though, for sure. All right. Uh, this is, that's a cool thing about this course. I think like a lot of different types of players can win here because it's got it's a Donald Ross. It's you know it's your traditional Parkland Donald Ross course. Uh, it's got pretty interesting greens, albeit you know it, it depends on how firm the tour allows them to be, how interesting they'll be. Um, the uh, the the weather forecast is supposed to be beautiful. It's supposed to be okay. really hot, but no rain Fantastic. in the forecast. So, but it, with how hot it is, they'll probably have to water it pretty substantially. But it should firm up in the afternoons. So, so what? Speaking of the Ross and this course, and what did you think of Bryson's quote today? That like the bunkers. Sorry, Mister Ross, it is what it is. Bunkers aren't in play for me. Like these are two ninety. Doesn't matter. Like uh, that's, that's not. The, that's been that case. Everyone reacted to this like he was, you know, saying something incredibly controversial but like it's been that way on tour for a while like these <laughs> courses they go to aren't are obsolete these bunkers are obsolete that's that's the reality of the uh the world of golf is that the uh the the hazards that torture all the regular golfers are completely um you know don't even matter irrelevant for for yeah. the tour players and especially a guy like bryson who's hitting it so far i think that's where a course like the old course is remains pretty interesting, albeit they've had to doctor and lengthen that course as much as they possibly can. But the randomness of those bunkers is what, you know, it, it sure. allows it to be where like, you know, between wind and, and how randomly you'll see a bunker and you're like, why is it there? That allows it to stay more relevant because, you know, there are just bunkers everywhere. Um, but it's not, I mean, this is not a golf course that is going to defend par. No, they. I remember we were getting notes from a member last year before they came. They thought it would just be twenty five under par would win, and and they, it was it was going to be a low score. Bryson, by the way, is six to one to win favorite. That's like it's not Tiger like- in his prime, but it's like. Roar, those are six to one. Webb is twelve to one. Next, it they, feels like I, his. He's just, you know, 
it's a matter of time. He's contended Dude. every single week. You think he fades? He gets too. He's carrying too much bulk. And he gets tired. I mean, the guy is spending too much time guzzling food and shakes. I I, I don't know. Maybe he's like he's a close but no cigar. He's definitely not doing any cardio. <laughs> he's not getting any of that endurance training. <laughs> um, also, this he could be like. Him, it's like him and Nikola Jokic, like uh, yeah, change bo- body types. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But getting back to the scoring, it's going to be another low one. Hey, I read a Wacker article on Golf Digest today. Brian Wacker? Uh, yeah, just because the score's have been crazy since they came back. You know, 20 under, all three are you know, touching 20 under. I don't remember what they've all been. But since the tour, this is Brian Wacker article, since the tour resumed play, because we're going to see more of this this week, on June 11th, the winning scores of each event have been 15 under, 22 under, and 19 under. Drilling down a bit further, there have been a total of 130 rounds of 65 or better in three tournaments combined. So that's taking out par. 130 rounds of 65 or better, and an average of more than 40 such scores every week. So he attributes it to, you know, Harbortown was soft as a pillow, Colonial was soft, it didn't blow at Harbortown. Travelers is always, you know, plays low. But I. He also had another wrinkle in here. He was trying to f- figure out reasons for why this is. Another, perhaps unexpected element may have played a role as well. No fans. While large galleries might save some wayward shots from finding trouble, a lack of fans also means few chances for distraction. Quote from Mr. Spieth, Mr. Ducktape. In general... It's easier to win on the PGA Tour without fans is what I've seen the first couple weeks. How would he know, by the way? Yeah. It's easier it's, to win. How, is he, how would he attest? It's easier to just be zoned in on pure golf. Do you think this has anything to do with lower scores? No fans. I, it could be possible. I think that I, I would think that these guys are used to playing with fans. But I don't know. You know, like... I think that would be I think it would be personal for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you, it's not like we see college kids shooting markedly lower <laughs> right. or web play like you know like these guys right. play up and ninety five percent of these guys don't have anybody following them. Follow them anyways. Yeah. yeah it's like carts. it's like I think yeah. Max Homa or or uh, and Landry, Andrew Landry, actually, I yeah. think was the first guy that said it. So how's yeah. how's it playing with no fans? And he just immediately said, "Well, nobody follows me anyway, so <laughs> nothing's changed." <laughs> he doesn't read, uh, read, read read if he read the rule book, more people would follow him. Uh, how do you? I uh, what? More fans would like him because he read the rule book. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a reach, reach and a half. Okay. <laughs> um, and last but not least we're, we'll talk more about this Detroit stop but last but not least back a little bit more whimsy the 313 challenge which just brought us so much delight last year just an absolute uh, just bonanza for us content bonanza other people are worried about you know Bryson's diet we're worried about the 313 challenge it's back uh, as part of Rocket Mortgage Classics changing the course initiative just so good initiative good aim PGA Tour golfers will compete to make an eagle at the par five par five fourteenth, an ace at the par three fifteenth, and a birdie at the par four sixteenth during each round this week. 
So you got to go three, one, three. It's just eagle, a highly likely thing to have happen, you know? The first <laughs> golfer, only the first, to be clear, golfer to go three, one, three, representing the Detroit area code, will have $313,000 contribution made in his name uh, to the digital acts. I don't think that's enough money. If that happens, no. it should be $3.13 million, or, right? Well, here, here's my question. I'm sure we have a lot of insurance agents that listen to this podcast. Some people in the insurance space, maybe even underwriters. <laughs> I'd love to know what this insurance policy would cost. <laughs> it seems like it would be, it's highly unlikely that this would actually happen. I mean, this has to be like a, a crazy statistic in terms of this. This policy probably costs them like a hundred bucks every year to right? put on. Yeah. Nothing. But the payout's not even that much, right? That's I what mean, I'm saying. It yeah. can't be a lot of big insurance policy to carry every year when they do this. Sure. That's why, and there's a cap to one. It's not like yeah. we're going to be paying out 25 guys. There's, it's not going to happen. Like get, getting flood insurance in the middle of a cornfield. Do you, you think? Know? You're, you know, speaking of the zoning in and pressure of fans, or <laughs> do you think if if a player goes three one? They're really feeling the pressure on the next hole. <laughs> no. Do you think? I don't think any of them know that this exists, unless they listen to this dumb podcast. I don't uh, think they do. I, when I was I, when I was talking to ZB, I brought that up. I go, "Hey, are you excited for the three one three challenge?" He goes, "What's that?" Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, yeah. Did he laugh when you told him what it is? Yeah. He of goes, course. Wait, wait, what? I have to get <laughs> an eagle, a whole one, and then a birdie. <laughs> To be clear, I think you could spread them across four rounds, I think, but it's not. I don't know that that's true. During each round this week. Either way, it's the most futile and amusing charity event challenge thing ever. Um, but but just to be clear, they also are donating just for Eagles and for... Uh, oh, what? Well, yeah, each ace. So with every ace at this one hole, not across the course, gets twenty five grand donated. That's, so that's good. Five grand for a birdie at the fourteenth. So there's money going out the door. It's just you know the the big prize, the big Kahuna seems like unlikely to be triggered. So I mean, like having one of those cars like at an outing, like yeah. isn't very expensive to give away because you get the insurance. Right. Yeah. You know, the whole one insurance. Yeah. This yeah. has to be like nothing. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have underwriters or, you know, uh, insurance guys talking about I think they about. should make it a challenge of anybody that shoots 313 for the week oh, win, 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 wins three. So you'd, you'd have to make the cut. Say that, La Machina. So we, well, the thing, the, the skill would be you'd have to make the cut. You'd have to shoot. One, yeah. 135 oh, yeah. or so. Still make, seems more likely than actually the ace, eagle ace birdie. 135, and then and then I can't do the math, but you'd have to shoot like 90s on the weekend. <laughs> it could be like, did you, uh, Dave Hill? The Will Knights wrote an article about Dave Hill. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, signed yep. for like 178 one tournament. Really? Yeah, he he erased his score on a hole and add, or added a hundred to something, so he shot a hundred and seventy. Oh my god! <laughs> and then, but they didn't DQ him because he signed for a higher score. Sure, okay, 
Got it. Got it. <laughs> That's how you could do it. Fantastic. All right, let's do an ad read, then we'll talk a little bit more about Detroit. I, All I right. found a, a fantastic article on it. But um so Rucket, our friends at Rucket. It's now the spring of summer. Spring of Rucket is now the it's summer the dead of Rucket. It's the summer of Rucket. Eh, I mean, we're like a week into summer officially, right? It's really June hot. 20. It's really hot. It is hot. It's oppressively hot. Uh, Rucket Sports sponsored. Uh, now, this is going on like six months or something. Something like that. One of our longest sponsors, one of our earliest sponsors. Promo code is still SGS15. They make backyard equipment. It could be backyard. It could be a field. You could take it wherever you want, I suppose. But it's primarily used, I assume, in your backyard. Golf golf practice equipment, golf hitting nets, golf chipping game. I am playing in an invitational in a few weeks. I don't play a lot more. I don't play any serious golf, but I haven't played like an event golf in a long time. Wow. So I, I actually have been breaking out the chipping nets. I figure I could save a few, a few strokes around. Piss off a few guys with my high handicap and then, you know. You know, maybe have a sharp short game, sharp sharper short game, I should say. Uh, so I'm actually working on my chipping in the backyard. You're grinding. Um, ah, grinding's a very strong word for it. Uh, so I'm using the hack whack a hack nets, hack a whack a hack nets in the backyard right now. They also have a sale. I noticed Fourth of July extravaganza. Whoa. Spend hundred hundred fifty bucks, you save thirty dollars, which is a not insignificant amount of money. And some of those bigger nuts get you to that threshold, like the the practice nuts. Ours would be better if you spent two hundred and ten dollars. What does that mean? Our promo. Why? Oh, because you'd what? save more. Fifteen percent okay. would save s- more. Gotcha. So you, if gotcha. you're spending more than two hundred, use our promo. If you're spending one fifty, use their promo. And maybe if you get to three hundred thirteen, we could have the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Pay for it all. Three one three. And get to three hundred thirteen dollars. We'll talk to them. See if we can activate them on that. <laughs> that's one. that's not uh, confirmed. Am I overcommitting here? Okay, uh, but yeah, it looks like they have a Fourth of July sale going on. SGS fifteen is our promo code. Again, tons of baseball equipment. My kids are getting back into baseball, and uh, a lot of golf golf equipment. I think it's just a worthwhile, easy thing to do if you're outside right now. So thanks again to Rocket Sports, Rocket dot com. All right, let's continue on talking about Detroit. Let's quickly. Uh, talk about this Wednesday event, Wednesday night event. By the way, the Corn oh, yeah. Ferry, I think Corn Ferry Tour is a Wednesday to Saturday event, I believe. I'm not sure why, but no TV, which sucks. You know, you'd think if they're on Wednesday, they'd, they'd have it on TV, but no. Well, they got Utah. this other thing on TV on Wednesday. So it's this. Uh, we got Jerry again, Watson. Lester? Isn't, it, isn't his name Lester? I always forget. It's Jerry, uh, I think. So it is. Uh, Who's playing? Uh, Bubba, Bubba, Harold Varner the third. Who else? Let me see. I got pulled up. Prepared for this. I, the, well, I changing had it pulled the, up. I did too. Changing the course initiative. It's the back nine. It's a nine hole, like low key. I I'm not clear on what the rules are. I don't know if it's just a, you know, four man. Jason, I don't know so it'll be Jason Day and Wesley right. Bryan. Uh, they play against Bubba and Harold Varner. Okay, two on two. Mm-hmm. Nine hole exhibition, raise funds. I'm guessing it'll it, just be like a best ball. Yeah. Okay. And it'll be on PGA Tour Live special, but also simulcast on Golf Channel. Sort of like, you know, this won't draw a huge number, but it's like an easy thing to do, right? On a Wednesday night. Or, yeah, oh, it's Wednesday th- afternoon. I'm well, sorry. I think One they to three. should be doing this all the time. This is yeah. like people would, 
you know, like one of the things that I get asked about more than anything from like people that are like, oh, you talk about golf. Like, do those guys play a lot of money games? Like if they just telecasted matches between these guys on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, this is just easy, free inventory of live sports that is going completely unused at this point. You know, yeah. and this is the first I mean, I hope this is something that they start to do more and more of. Because the yeah. other thing is, like, we saw it with the Brady match uh, with Brady Manning and Tiger and Phil. Like, you can raise a ton of money with these things for charity. Yeah, right. And, and this is a great like this it, is a great charitable effort, too. I think that's a, it's a cool one. It's an easy it's an easy enough. Well, speak. You know, I'm the idiot that has no production expertise and I'm not an executive of any kind of television or anything. But it seems an easy enough thing to pull together. Right. PGA Tour Live excels at you know shooting one group focusing and producing around one group and they are already on site and they will be able to do it wednesday afternoon i, I just think it's you know you don't you're not gonna get tiger to commit to this but it's a it's a cool thing you can pull together i'm i'm, I'm gonna watch it i'm gonna have it on right yeah and if so. those guys do it mike too like you it's like a great way for players like you know like people know who Bubba and Jason Day are, but for Harold Varner and Wesley Bryan, a great way for them to garner more fans. Like people like, like when they, the more they see somebody, the more they like them and the more liked they are, the more, the more benefits those guys get from, you know, uh, opportunities to earn money off the course. Sure. Sure. Um, it's a win win for everybody. It's a win for the charities. This one's to, for the digital divide, which yeah. you know, helps helps uh, get internet uh, and you know internet services to underprivileged uh, you know families in in Detroit. I think they said like one out of every three, only like one out of every three, or one out of every three families like doesn't have access to internet. I think that's what it was. So um, it's a great great cause. All right, uh, while we're on the subject of causes for Detroit, I thought Brendan Quinn, no relation, we have the same first name. No relation. I thought all Brendans were related. He spelled it. He spells it the right way, though. D A N. Brendan Quinn in the Athletic had a good piece last week, sizing up the fields and how strong they were the first three weeks, and then there's this significant fall off this week, which I don't blame the players for that, right? You're not. I don't. I, rarely do they ever play three weeks in a row. I would say, but certainly not four. The big names, the top of the rankings guys. Um, but I, I think Brendan Quinn, you can check it out. It's in The Athletic. Had a, had a good piece on, like, this is a missed opportunity for the tour in light of, you know, words saying they're committed to, you know, promoting diversity, trying to listen to uh, the, the pleas about social injustice in the country and systemic racism they they want to be a part of this and aiding you know uh or eradicating you're not going to eradicate it but aiding these efforts for change like this is a real opportunity to have done that in a city with a you know certainly a challenging racial history in a club that's in the city a club that has a you know uh a a mixed certainly racial history. It did not admit black members until the eighties and now, but now it's a thriving, one of the most diverse country clubs. So like you're at a very diverse country club, you're in a very in diverse an actual city. city and, um, they just, 
It's it's like downtown Detroit's awesome too. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. other thing. It's a really cool downtown too. It's like I think that's something that you know, for for players, like it's a cool place to go. You know, I thought I I just thought this. Well, what did you think of his article? I mean, I, I think it's a like you can't. It's more a scheduling issue. I don't think guys are going because they don't want to. You know, they don't because of a stance on systemic racism, of course. But it's it's their fourth week in a row. I just I, I thought this article or this paragraph was my primary takeaway. Can I just read this real quick? It's it's about the location of the club, and I thought this was a little troubling. Last year's Rocket Mortgage Classic introduced many tour players to a very different kind of tournament experience. Though the perks, including courtesy Cadillacs and a event at Saks Fifth Avenue, and prize money were on par better at PGA Tour's preeminent non-major tournament stops. The event was contested at Detroit Golf Club, a Donald Ross design that just so happens to be bounded by Seven Mile Road and McNichols Road on the north side of Detroit near Highland Park. The event is the lone regular season tournament that requires players and attendees to come face-to-face with some realities of poverty and social neglect of a U.S. city. According, I mean, that's accurate, right? It's not out at Inatech. It's not out at all these other, you know, a lot of these places aren't anywhere it's not in, in a uh, city like that. It's not in, a, you know, Harbor Towns Harbor, whatever that sound <laughs> is. Uh, Kowabogi sound yeah. or whatever. They always say it every 10 <laughs> seconds. But according to multiple sources... Or maybe... <laughs> According to multiple sources, some players and their wives and families were both caught off guard and taken aback by some of the surroundings near the Detroit Gulf property. Some players who were booked to rent homes in the Palmer Woods Historic District that borders the course never unpacked their bags, instead checking out immediately and moving to downtown hotels. Other players plugged the course address into the phones were jolted to find themselves driving through, in their eyes, some otherworldly scenes. As you would imagine, it was a talking point among some players and wives. Quote, it's tough because of this tour. These guys don't really come upon that too often, if at all. One of last year's participants said this week, requesting anonymity. As far as I know, a lot of families came and, you know, players were saying they would have rethought that and stuff like that. I don't know if that's indicating players wouldn't have come because it was in a neighborhood that's not, you know, some Muirfield Village type place. I don't know. I, don't, I think. Like, well, I think this was an issue with Trinity Forest too. Trinity Forest was in South Dallas. It wasn't in the nicest neighborhood, and and that was like something that players talked about. Yeah. It's yeah, which is crazy because you're you're driving. These guys are driving in there in the middle of the day. <laughs> you know. It's just. I think it speaks to the bubble. It speaks to not the COVID bubble, but the cloister. The you know, you know living on Sea Island. But the. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm not saying that I'm against that. But a lot of these guys don't confront or see that ever. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, living in Jupe. I don't know. It's just probably not a thing that these guys come face to face with. So I think. It's a little trouble in those anecdotes about what happened last year. Now, as it pertains to this year and the opportunity in the current moment in America, I'm not sure what you would have done. Would you have moved it up in the schedule? These are title sponsor type considerations. RBC is going to get theirs. Travelers are staying in their week. You know, I I don't know. Go ahead. I think, yeah, and and that's the tricky thing is like we see this all the time is players do not very rarely play four weeks in a row. And I think the scheduling, the way it laid out, I think the the thing that the tour, the only thing the tour could have done is really promote, like, look, 
This is an awesome Midwest swing here. We go Detroit, Columbus, Columbus. You don't have to get on a plane. Yeah. That's the that's the way they could have done it and made it more attractive, I think. Is like yeah. hey, this is a really easy way for you guys to stay safe is you don't have to get on a plane to do these 3 weeks. And right. or I think the other thing that the tour could do in these situations is bring back the little uh bonuses they used to do for like the West Coast swing. This would have been yeah. awesome with everything going on and you know obviously I know like we are we talk all the time about the players haven't taken a haircut but here's a great way that creating incentives within the season for players to play certain stretches and for for these places to get better fields is in their best interest because it's not fair to rocket mortgage to pay the same amount for sponsorship as you know, Charles Schwab does at Colonial and RBC does at Heritage and Travelers does when they don't get nearly the field. And, Ooh. you know, with the Travelers, they obviously hustle to get that field, right? And everybody's mm. got to hustle to get their field. But at a certain extent, there is some responsibility on the tour to deliver a field if they're delivering the same check. I mean, this is an event that was hosted by Tiger Woods at one point that couldn't draw a very good. I mean, it did at certain years, but even Tiger couldn't. There's some there's some just dates in the calendar. Either way, I suggest you read this Brendan Quinn article if you can on the Athletic. Um, again, I don't think like the weak field is a, 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 a sign that these players aren't really committed to you know, some of the words about you know trying to be forces for change and, and listening about this current moment of in changing systemic racism and trying to mitigate it certainly. But like he highlights some mistakes that have been made. It was an opportunity missed. I think at a stop that's in the city, a place with a diverse membership at a place that's open to the first tee and really caters to the first tee yes. in the city. They've done like, a, the charitable efforts of this tournament are extremely focused on the community and that, that it sits in and, and providing, you know, it's an awesome blend of golf and community in terms of the focus of the charitable efforts. And that's something that he did hit on that. It is a, that's a huge miss for the tour. Yeah. I just think it's, yeah. Some missed opportunities is all I'd say. It's not some big scandal, but it, 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 they had a chance to do something more than just like the Harold Varner sit down interview, right? This was a chance to really do something in an actual community. Um, okay. Let's move on from uh, rocket mortgage to uh, some quick news here. All right. Uh, we should follow up on the USGA stuff that happened. Like while we were mid recording, we just reacted. We didn't have anything to say too much. You know, NBC, it's a bombshell. Seemed no one really knew about it. it seemed, you know, besides a very small group of people involved but usga it's officially off fox on to nbc starting right now start you know august at the women's amateur at uh woodmont and uh any reaction further reaction yeah i was i as the details came out i was excited to see that we were gonna still get the commercial free stuff for like the walker cup um and we were gonna get i it was interesting 
that Fox wanted out. And I think there was some interesting notes I saw across the internet about how Fox had a bigger golf plan that they never really got off the ground. And mm-hmm. it, it makes sense. It was just this kind of standalone, you know, series of events on Fox and it, you know, amplifying it with more golf coverage would have been ideal for them, but they just didn't, didn't get it. Um, and I, I also thought it was interesting, you know, what a deal for NBC. They're only oh, paying half, half the vote. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Pete Vivaco is going to, yeah, dine out on this. I, yeah. I've heard, I made a lot of calls around about this a little bit. I got some insights. Um, it just really sounds like only a small group of people knew. Everybody was blindsided. I guess I would say, um, I'm conflicted about this. I, I really, really enjoyed the Fox broadcast. We obviously know some people involved there. Shane Bacon, like he is awesome. He's good at what he does and he will continue to be good at doing the TV work, I imagine. Um, so I, I, I like, I'm pretty sad about that. Losing, I thought Fox has done some good, really good broadcasts, but that's not assessing the financial issue of it. I'm also, there's like nostalgia for NBC doing the U.S. Open, right? That's sort of the era we grew up. It would be cool to go back to that. Um, I think Golf Channel can give them a lot more that Fox ended up not doing, right? With the, they, Golf Channel's like golf's longest day. The, the, the programming they did around sectional qualifying, I loved like the last four or five years when they did it. I thought that was like a cool thing that Golf Channel can do. Um, and just... So, so it's like conflicting. Like NBC will do a good job, but I'm I'm sad to see Fox and a lot of the people involved in that not like starting now, have no warning and, and are out. So, uh, in talking to people, it sounds a little bit like I don't know. Well, a Fox is taking a bath, right? Mm-hmm. They're taking a bath so much that they're going to pay more to not broadcast it than NBC is to actually have it right over these next six years or whatever's left on the term. But they also seem like they got, I don't know if get got caught with their pants down is too strong a language, but they were unsuccessful in proactively rearranging the NFL schedule in a way that CBS was with the masters. We all talked about it with CBS. Everybody pointed that out like, Oh, there's no like AFC games at one o'clock on November, whatever that is, 15th. So like there's some, like who, I don't know if it's CBS was like that. Obviously Roger Goodell's a member at Augusta National. That plays a part with it. Like NFL doesn't say, doesn't take a backseat to anyone. The Masters probably rarely if ever does either. Same with SEC football on, on Saturdays on CBS, which I assume they'll have to figure something out with them. But like, it seems like CBS, when the NFL schedule dropped, CBS had already sort of taken care NFL of NFL and Augusta National had worked out some plan. Whereas it seems like this entire transfer of now six years was born out of an immediate need of Fox being kind of SOL this September. Well, here's a question I would ask is, is does it have anything to do with them having to ask for two weekends with... Because they wouldn't have been, a, they couldn't. What does that mean? U.S. Women's, U.S. Open? Women's, and U.S. Open. Well, yeah, I, I don't know what the relationship was with USGA and Fox. It seems like maybe it wasn't like as rosy as thought, but I. It sounds like Fox went to 
you know, Mike Davis or whoever, or like, can we put this on FS1? And Mike Davis was like, hell no. Yeah. And Fox already had, it's probably a c- contract, right? You probably, the, the USGA contract probably doesn't call for it. But then the NFL had scheduled Fox games in the way they hadn't for the Masters. And they, I think Fox has baseball too. It's just, it became, so that became like the immediate sort of pain point that then led to, we're going to pay for six years to not do this at all. So I'd say that 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 was just know, an interesting option. Yeah, and I, I I like I think all they put so much work and time and money into the telecast too that I yeah. think it's just a I don't know. it was a I rem, it was a huge number they paid up front. You know, everybody was yeah. astonished at it, and you know, it could be part partly that too. Yeah, know, they clearly they just yes. Can't, and I think this is something that people need to realize with golf coverage is that yes, it doesn't yes, make sense yes. to put on a telecast if you don't make any money as right. a business. Okay. We bitch and moan about the commercials and praise the commercial free thing, but the commercial free thing could also be because you can f- sell fucking ads, right? Yeah. Like you can't, like that's also a thing here, you know? <laughs> so like they paid 1.2 billion or whatever it is. Like you got to put ads on, and, and so and we got to find that balance. And you got to make money. It doesn't make right. any sense and if you're, you know, at a certain extent, you know, it doesn't make sense to just, you know, they probably, they, it might be a sign that they're making, you know, they're losing a quite a deal of big chunk of money if they're willing to pay this much to and not willing do to. It. Quickly transition from hey NBC, can you take like weekend days this September to can you take the rest of the six years and we'll pay more than half. So. And it, it you know like I didn't I didn't thought about it till right now, but it it makes you wonder about what could happen with the latest PGA Tour rights deal. What do you mean? We looked at the number and said, "Holy cow, what a huge number!" Yeah. Could that ever end up being a similar thing, like an albatross like this? You know, everybody's going to wish that they had the yeah. the NBA uh, amnesty clause where they could just yeah. wave goodbye to the bad contract. Yeah. Yeah. So NBC, I mean, they're loaded now. You know, two majors, the players, President's Cup, Ryder Cup. They've certainly taken their lumps this year, I guess. It seems like most of their events have been canceled between the Open and players and likely Ryder Cup, but... They're loaded. CBS obviously has a massive suite of stuff too. So. I'm definitely disappointed. Uh, like you said, it kind of I I have a bittersweet feel because I really loved what Fox did with the U.S. Open and the U.S. Women's Open, and and I'm gonna miss the crew they had. I thought they had a great telecast crew, and uh, yeah. but I do think NBC could do really well. They could knock it out of the park. I, I the thing I. I liked the I, most about the Fox coverage at the U.S. Open was having. I like bacon. Bacon personally, big fan. Yeah, of, yeah. Uh, but from with having Faxon and Gill, Gill, it was awesome because this is a venue. This goes to the best course in the world, and you mm-hmm. have two very capable people talking about that. And I don't think that exists on NBC. That's one of my big concerns: is that we're going to get Azinger just and Faldo just. <laughs> <laughs> talking about yeah. Wingfoot, you know, and and not really, show, yeah. show, you know, yeah. showing any interest in the history or the architecture behind it. 
Yeah. Outside yeah. of the, so, just the blanket statements that they've been told to say. Right. Right. So I, I think it'll be, you know, I think NBC will do a good job with the amateur stuff and, uh, you know, Walker cup, things like that. So, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm conflicted about it, but I, another thing is I think it's good to have, um, voices or partners or media entities that aren't like so ingrained in golf occasionally dip in their toe. Like yeah. we just cited Brendan Quinn. He's like a Michigan state, Michigan, big 10 writer, football, basketball, who was like a golf nut and has written some great golf stuff from majors from the corn Ferry finals and Vic national. Like, so I think like Fox in that way also could bring a new perspective. Uh, and so that, that's another thing that whatever off the cuff statement. Okay. Any other thoughts? No. We have COVID positives. That's other news. Harris English is out. Didn't play last week. Uh, and four on the Corn Ferry Tour. Lots of Chad Corn Ca- Ferry. Chad Campbell, Brandon Wu, Taylor Montgomery, Jonathan Hodge. Chad Campbell, you know, former Ryder Cupper. I don't think he was on the 06 team, though. No, he was. He was I think he was the, in Valhalla. Yeah. I think he was part of the Valhalla team. 08, right? Yeah. 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 Part of the winning team. So. All right. That's it. Fun Wednesday episode. Do we cover everything? We got our one and done picks, featured groups. All right. Enjoy. How oh, long are you in we're Detroit? We're going to have t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Save this for the end. We, we're going to put up some Beedratty pocket tees tomorrow. Uh, we're going to have a promo code on them. Backboard. Okay. We can do that. Backboard. Back- it's commemorating the Backboard Classic this weekend. Backboard gets you essentially free shipping. It'll get you $8, $8 off or whatever the shipping seven. is. Seven. Seven, seven or eight. eight. Whatever. We're on top of this logistics operation. They're good. So, yeah. They're sharp looking tees. They're a little, uh, you know, they're they're, they're nice tee, you know, that they're, you can wear around. You know, it, it, it's not, it's a really nice t-shirt. They're some of my favorite t-shirts to wear, like when I'm out and about doing stuff. Yes, they are uh, extremely. Dryady makes. I'm not. I don't have a deal with them, but Dryady makes really good stuff. The polos everyone seems to be liking a lot as they are delivered. This T-shirt is more expensive than our dumb little Travelers logo and our Shotgunners. We will continue to make a mixture of a suite of offerings, I suppose. But uh, this is uh, worth it. Worth it. It's a. It's a very slick, good product, and we're putting those up, and they'll be free shipping. With promo code backboard starting what Wednesday? Starting Wednesday, yeah. All right, I through think the noon, uh, I think noon Central. I'm not sure through the weekend through the PMI backboard classic. We'll tweet about it, but noon. I think noon. So okay, there's Dratty like a, it's a light blue, light blue. Oh, okay, good, good. All right, everyone, enjoy your Wednesdays, enjoy your Friday juniors, and we will check in with you guys again on Friday. 